I gotta go get her. She's making my dinner. Oh, good girl. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Baller Lifestyle Podcast, theballerlifestyle.com. I'm your host. You know the routine. This is episode 10. I'm Brian Beckner. Stoked to be here. Stoked you guys are listening. Stoked everybody's found the show, finding the show. Tell your bros. Tell your family. Tell your kids. Get all your kids. Go get all your kids' devices and start new iTunes accounts and subscribe to this fucking show. Help me out here. Trying to make a thing. Trying to make a thing go. Uh, Stoked you could join us. Stoked you're listening. Stoked on all the feedback I'm getting. I'm just, hey, I like that word stoked, obviously. Um, Anybody out there watching the Winter Olympics? Anybody getting into that? Uh, We'll talk about that a little bit today. We got to talk about Bob Costas' eye because it's disturbing. A lot of, you know, Winter Olympic talk. You know, it's a real dead time for sports and nothing proves that more than the winter Olympics. Also on the show today, Marcus smart. He pushed a guy, but the guy was a Texas tech fan. He got suspended, but I feel like nobody really blames the guy. We'll talk about that. You guys remember McGruff, the crime dog, like Fred McGriff got that nickname, the crime dog. Because of McGruff, the crime dog. Well, back then, McGruff used to try to talk you into narking out your friends and neighbors, tell you to look out for crime. Hey, you know, is Bobby's dad across the street like to burn a little reefer in the garage? Give us a call. Like, here's a number. Call me up. Well, it turns out that McGruff... He likes to party and also launch grenades. So we're going to talk about McGruff. Of course, we're going to talk, have the Bachelor Report. It's the new, most popular segment on the show. Our official Bachelor correspondent's going to join us. Fancy Sauce. Fancy Sauce is going to be here and talk about the Bachelor. Give us a heads up on what's going on with Juan Pobbs. They went to New Zealand. The, The chicks were... As usual, I I feel like none of them have ever been out of their hometown, so they were very awed by the by the sights of New Zealand, and we'll get to that. He cut a couple more loose, including probably one of our show favorites here. So that's a tease. That's a teaser in case you haven't watched The Bachelor, but I know you all do. Joining me now, as always, my main man, co-host, Ed Daly. Ed, how's it going? What's up? How are you? I'm doing good. Are you watching the Winter Olympics? I'm trying. I'm trying hard. Yeah, um, it's tough. It's tough. One, just the the time difference and the fact that NBC is just putting things on on like a 14 hour time delay. Right. It's 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 just tough to avoid things. Even it, speed skating semifinals, you can avoid because who gives a shit? But like right. Sean White tonight, like yeah. I already know what happened. You and, know the outcome. 
and there's about two things I'm interested in in the first week, and Sean White would have been one of them. But they they produce it like the uh, they produce it like a TV show, and which sucks. So you're bound like it's to- ni- it's like it's 1982. Right. Like, it doesn't work anyway anymore. Also, like I've tr- I turned some on the other night, and I, I like most sports. I haven't been paying much attention, but I, I saw a little bit the other night, and we got we did something. We got like a silver in the women's figure skating or bronze or something. One of them. There was a medal involved. Also, why does everybody bite the medal? You get a gold medal and you bite it. Not cool. That I feel like that wouldn't feel good on my teeth. It makes me cringe a little bit when people do it. It's stupid. Can we get like why are people doing it? Plus germs. And if, if somebody has done it, like, once, maybe yes. that's, like, their, their thing. Yeah. But it's done by everybody. Like, it's not it's not a cool thing to do. No, it isn't a cool thing to do. I don't want to see your teeth. I don't want, like, a real close-up of your mouth ever. I don't want to think about your saliva. I need that to stop. And it, it gives me the chills because I feel like it would, it would feel weird against my teeth, and I don't like it. I don't like biting metal. But uh, figure skating, Ed. Why can't we get a hot figure skater? I don't. I, I mean, the last the last time I even watched a figure skating was, uh, I think, Ka- Vit Ka- Katarina Vit Katarina Vit. She she was okay. She got she was in Playboy. She got naked in Playboy. Big old bush on her, like lots and lots and lots of pubic hair. She might have been the last <laughs> person in Playboy to have like a full on. She had buck, buckwheat and a four-figure leg lock. Exactly. Yeah, she had a full-on here, – here's an old-school word for you. Muff. Oh. She, yeah, I know. That gave me the chills too. Uh, I'm going to have to edit that out. Uh, yeah, Katarina Witt, she was okay, but she was German. She had a unibrow to match her giant bush. But, you know, like I feel like Dorothy Hamill was kind of hot, but she yeah. was a little before my time. She had that haircut, the bob. Yeah, I think that was the year I was born when she was out though. So right. Yeah, I was I was an infant, but you know I know her from around. I feel like, look, we all know this shit is fixed. Like all the contestants are equally talented. You can't tell unless they fall. You can't right. tell a good routine from a bad routine. The judges are on the take. They've it's already predetermined who's going to win. Why don't we hire female figure skaters specifically for their hotness? Hmm. Like just just dip into the uh, local Rick's Cabaret and just find girls yes. and teach them to skate. Spearmint, I I have it on good authority from some buddies of mine that the Spearmint Rhino in Santa Barbara is a hotbed of talent. Mm-hmm. Why don't we pluck a few out of there? Get them, you know, we'll teach them to skate a little bit. Anybody could learn those jumps. It's not that hard. We'll give them some skating lessons, some skimpy costumes. Look what they do in the pole already. Right. They're, they're athletic demons. Why don't they put a couple poles out there on the ice? Like what's sure. what's stopping them from doing that? Like right. think think outside the box. Right. Like every every ad I see for a Groupon or a living social is for housewives doing pole dancing fitness classes. It's mainstream <laughs> now. Let's get like five or six poles. Out on the ice, this is a new event. It's kind of like rhythmic gymnastics where there's apparati. They add events all the time. They why, do. Why can't there year. be pole ice dancing? I agree. Out there dancing, we get hot chicks from the Spearmint Rhino. Preferably a little more, shall we say, groomed than Katarina Vitt was back in the day in her Playboy spread. Although I don't mind a little retro style. Sure. 
you know, I'm not against it. I don't so you know, let your freak flag fly. I feel like the Ukraine will have a lot of that going on. But yeah, those those Ukrainian women that are looking to be sold as as Russian brides, why yeah. not take up figure skating? You know, get out there on the pole, really advertise your wares. Just a thought, just to kind of make this a little bit more of a, a better television sport because I'm not t- tuning into figure skating unless I think the chick might be hot. No. Also, and, yeah. No, I was going to say, and, and, and the men. Oh, the of men, course. Yeah. The men will. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm accepting of all people, but right, it's, right. It's, it's, it's a little difficult to tune into the men. Yeah. Lot, the- too many sequins for me. I, I have a sequin limit. <laughs> Yeah, I saw one. I think there's one like Russo dude that like wins it every year. He his sequin shirt was all opened up and he had multiple necklaces on, like five or six necklaces flopping out there. Also had really bleached some frosted tips into the mm. hair. It was a bad bad look. I agree with you. Hey, there's a reason that guy didn't grow up playing hockey, right? The, the hemoglobin is outweighing the hemoglobin on that one. <laughs> yeah. Shemoglobin, nice Ed. Oh man, I wish that was mine. Also, and this is something I've been trying to avoid, Ed. Bob Costas's eye. I don't know. If Unacceptable. It, yeah, this is this might be breaking news to some people, but Bob Costas' eye has now become Bob Costas' eyes as the conjunctivitis he got in Russia has spread from one eye to the other. Both his eyes are just gooing all over your TV right now. What is going on? Why is he? I, also, here, here's a question for you, Ed. Yep. What, like, Bob Costas is in bad shape. He really wants to get out there and get on TV. That's his job. Oh, he, his ego is out of control. He just right. needs to be there. Any Anyone who's been through the, what, the fifth grade or sixth grade that the pink eye has spread? Yeah. The kid, oh, yeah. The kid with the pink eye or the kids with the pink yeah. eye are sent home. Yep. They get special eye drops. And, like, two days later... They're back in action and everybody. It doesn't fine. take long. Yep. Uh, in seventh grade, I had pink eye. I woke up, my eye was closed, crusted closed. If anybody has had this issue, they, they know what I'm talking about. I didn't know what had happened to me, but I had heard it was going around my school. I got up, I like went to get ready for school. I looked in the mirror and I'm like, oh, my fucking eye. I am fucked up. So I went in and told my mom. And uh, Florence Nightingale looked at me and she's like, I don't give a fuck. You're going to fucking school. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you, you don't understand. I, you're not supposed to go to school with this thing. And she's like, she just looked at me like, what the? F-? She thought I was like pulling a stunt. And yeah, so like you, I, punch, you punch yourself in the face before going into your mom's room. Right. And, you know, there's goo, there's muke, whatever it is. I, uh, so then immediately she, oh, I walked myself to school. I didn't get dropped off. I got myself to school. I might have ridden my bike. And then I walked into school. I walked up to my first teacher and I'm like, hey, check this out. And she's like, oh my fucking God, what are you doing here? Get out of it. And then they immediately sent me home. Point what? is, Bob Costas has it now in both eyes, Ed. And hear, hear me out. What if Bob Costas, who desperately wants to get back on television, what if there was, say, a, a drug Something, maybe it's a pill, maybe it's a needle, maybe, mm-hmm. could even be a cream that you rubbed on there. And not only would it heal your injury, 
it would make him the maximum best of his ability TV personality he could be. He, he would get the biggest contract he could possibly get. And the fans would go crazy and love him. Do you think Bob Costas would take that shot, Ed? Do you think uh-huh. he'd, do you think he'd take a shot in the ass if it if it meant he could get back on TV tonight? Bob, Bob Costas would take two of those shots. He would one for each eye. And suddenly, suddenly he'd be in hyperdrive, still pontificating on why these steroid users are ruining the game of baseball. Exactly. Then Bob Costas would be a big cheater. Bob Costas would have to get on TV and call himself a cheater and say that he'd ruin the integrity of being a TV announcer guy with dyed hair. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird color he's got. Ooh, yeah. It's, you know, the guy's, he's probably 60. Right. You know, just have gray hair. It's cool. Yeah. It, it, maybe he didn't get the memo, but look how handsome Al Michaels aged and he's he's gone full he's he's almost full salt now not yeah, just salt and pepper but Al Michaels that thing on top he's got like a sewn on like hair club for men style toupee I don't care it's better it's better yeah. than what I'm I I cannot believe NBC they must have a team of doctors there yeah right not, why can't they not heal one person him? has fucking eye drops for well, a week well the thing is he's in fucking Russia Ed and like shit. And they're bathing in toilet water. Right. Shit is stronger there. Shit is fucked up. You you don't know what kind of diseases are happening. It's a full-on different place, somewhere you never want to go. Things are not clean. Uh, he does, You know, he could be blind. If only he could get that shot, though. If only he could cheat a little bit, get that shot to maximize his ability. Think about it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mantle would have done it. Oh, yeah. Totally. Mickey uh, Mantle would have murdered if it could have given him a three for five performance in the second game of a doubleheader. Right, of course, all those players would. They just, the technology just wasn't there. There, we we give we give players from that era, from the previous eras, a pass for not doing steroids, but only because steroids were not available. Yeah, of course exactly. they would have done them. They would have done every. You know, weight training wasn't available. They they would have done that too. Uh, okay, but I digress. Bob Costas, I, anything more to add on that, Ed? No, I'm just glad that he was shelved. I'm not a huge Matt Lauer fan, but uh, anything is better than looking at those fucking eyes. Well, I would – yeah, the eyes are bad, but I would argue that a consequence of Bob Costas's eyes and Bob Costas not taking the needle or the cream or the clear and getting back on the field is us being saddled with even more Matt Lauer. But Al Michaels is in Sochi, the best the best guy NBC has. Right, that's and true. And they're having they're having him do the morning show on the sports network. I saw that this morning. What it, whatever happened? as I wrote in the column, like either get either get Costas some Ray Charles sunglasses or put Al Michaels on the air. That's exactly right. Whatever happened to Jim Lampley? They used to run Jim Lampley out for like the off hours. That's right. That's right. And he's he's a solid performer. Oh Although, yeah. He does uh, – he is the only guy I remember reading that was drinking and smoking weed on New Year's Eve and he beat up his girlfriend. That's true. Well, allegedly. Alleg- allegedly beat up, but I just – he's the guy who finds weed to cause a violent streak. Alleg- <laughs> allegedly. That's, that's true. But he's Jim Lampley and he was like 50-something and his girlfriend was like 28. 
Mm. So one, she probably was pretty annoying. Uh, but two, I mean, obviously, I don't advocate violence against women under any so, circumstances. Certainly not. But but Jim Lampley, he knows a lot of big words. He knows how to talk. He's good looking. He's smart. You maybe just want to listen a little bit, talk less, and listen a little bit more when Jim Lampley's on TV or and he makes his drinking living. vodka. He makes his living hanging around pugilists. That's true. Yeah, he might have picked up a thing or two. <laughs> but still, could have been a much better choice than Costas. Uh, agreed. Yeah, Costas is the worst way to bring it back. Also coming up, and this will be, I'm going to edit this. I'm going to post it. I'm not going to dilly-dally. I'm going to get to work on this tonight. Even while I'm having my dinner, I'm going to do I'm gonna do double duty and get this podcast up as soon as possible. And it'll definitely be up before Friday, which... If you don't know, if you haven't made a dinner reservation, like me, you might want to get on something right away. See if you can buy somebody else's dinner reservation because there aren't any, as I well know. Because Friday's Valentine's Day. Ed, big plans with the missus for Valentine's Day? <laughs> uh, I would say uh, no. Not, <laughs> not big plans. But... <laughs> <laughs> One, I've been married a while. Yes. But two, I am going to be at my sister-in-law's house in Miami with with my wife and her sister. So there might be like a group dinner kind of thing, but it's right. not it, – I'm kind of off the hook. If I'm, if I'm fly, flying all the way to Miami to hang out with the uh, in-law, sister-in-law – I don't really need to be the man. I, I'll just go get some flowers during the day. Good idea. Yeah, um, little weekend getaway, huh? Uh, little love weekend. Yeah, with the kids. With this the kids. Not, this is this is not a good. This is not. This is Miami suburbs. This is not like on South right. Beach. South Beach. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is. This uh, is yeah. a business trip. I used to be married, Ed, as you well know, as I've documented. Yeah. Um, I'm currently unmarried. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to be married, Ed, and uh, some like people heard me on the radio, and uh, and they heard me talk about how I'm how I became unmarried, mm-hmm. and a couple people reached out, and somebody reached out and sent me a very nice email saying, "Hey, bud, just want you to know I hearing about your deal, and just I just want you to know it gets better." And I responded, yeah, immediately. It gets better the <laughs> very next day. It's the best thing. Today. Right, today. It's better. It's You're right. <laughs> Prophetic words because it does, in fact, get better. Not the point. I'm digressing. <laughs> Be happily married, people. Uh, as a married guy, this was not a thing for me. I did not participate in Valentine's Day. It's fucking stupid. Now I have a girlfriend. I'm, you know. And you got to go some, all yeah. in now. I gotta. Well, you gotta do something. You definitely. You de- You can't have all the other chicks posting on Facebook or doing whatever they do. You know, I feel like they could just smell it. They could smell the hormones being released um, when people are getting flowers delivered at work. And you gotta. You gotta make sure your girl is taken care of. And and. But it's still annoying. I, I just don't understand how is Valentine's Day still a thing. It's the stupidest stupidest, fakest fucking holiday on the books. And all we need is one year for all of us to just not do it, and it'll go away, correct? That's right. It's it's the equivalent of a sit-in if every guy just yeah. says, fuck no, we won't have it anymore. Right, yeah. We'll all we'll just choose. It's, I'm not saying 
treat your wife badly or your girlfriend, but you should you should do things for each other out of your own volition, not because Hallmark got some bullshit day put on the calendar for no reason to get you to buy their shit. Agreed. Agreed. I, I uh even a married guy, like, it'll be a happy marriage turn into an unhappy marriage if I just come up empty. I'll have That's to go right. get flowers. You gotta do something. Like, I've gotten flowers over the past year that weren't Valentine's Day flowers. That's exactly right. Also, no one knows the rules, Ed. I mean, like, how do you gift on Valentine's Day? Yeah, flowers are a given, but is there an add-on? Like, there's, like, dinner should also be involved, but what more? Like, and then you only have two choices. It's either, like, cheap garbage bullshit or right. baller jewelry and nobody's doing the baller jewelry thing that's for unless unless you're doing a valentine's day proposal in which case you are the worst person actually <laughs> i was gonna say in which case you are just going for the cliched marriage of all right time. the only th- only thing worse is the <laughs> valentine's day nuptials <sighs> so he's a little bit worse than you unless you do the well the double fecta the superfecta New Year's Eve. You, no, you do the Valentine's Day proposal and the Valentine's Day wedding. Oh. One, one year. Or either, or New Year's Eve could work as well. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to get. I don't know what to do. It's very stressful. It's not a – it's not the kind of holiday that really – it's like you can only do wrong. You can only disappoint. You can never be like, oh, I gave her the best Valentine's Day ever. You can only not do as much as Sheila at the office got from her man vince there's one there's one person one type of person on earth that uh definitely enjoys valentine's day the most who's that and that that would be the single guy trolling late night at the bar for the still single oh, ladies yeah. at like eleven forty-five. Oh, yeah he just he just starts fishing with dynamite oh, there yeah. absolutely <laughs> licensed to print money that night yeah, definitely. She's she's been sitting there. She maybe went out with a girlfriend. The girlfriend got picked up by her ex boyfriend. Things are happening. She sees people all in love. There's a proposal. You just go right in there and you be Mr. Man, single guy, because you're she's she's easy pickings Friday night. Oh, low hanging fruit. Greed, Ed. Absolutely. Uh okay. Great opening as usual. Um, Winter Olympics. Bob Costas, I. Valentine's Day. All the important topics were covered. Let's take a little break. Let's regroup. We'll play some of the music. A lot of people asking me about the show music. It's just some music I found on the internet. Ask me about it. I'll tell you about it. Uh, We'll do a little – have our fake break. Play a little music. And then when we come back, we're talking – Fan assault. Marcus Smart pushing a dude in the stands, and I feel like everyone is supporting Marcus Smart in this, and we're going to discuss it when we come back. Also, McGruff and his grenade launchers and his weed, and the all-important Bachelor Report. Who got kicked off this week? One of our favorites. Fancy Sauce will come and tell us all about it. Hang tight. Stick around. We'll be right back. back 
Welcome back to Baller Lifestyle Podcast, ballerlifestyle.com. Thank you for joining us. Brian Beckner, Ed Daly. Ed, how's it going? Very well. I'm, I'm very proud of our first segment. It was pretty, but you know, it's my, it might be the best segment we've ever done until we finish this one. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure we're, the best. we always finish strong. Right. Well, everything we do is the new best thing we've done, in case you haven't noticed. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, we talked Winter Olympics. We talked Bob Costas' eye. But I really want to get into this. Ed, you, I know you've seen the video. Marcus Smart, I believe, is his name. He's a player. I don't know his position. Forward? Guard? Um, I think he's a, a two or a three. Like a right. small forward. He's six right. four. Tweener, swingman, Marcus Smart, uh, player for Oklahoma State, the Cowboys, in a game. Like, is there anything I couldn't, I could name 50 matchups, and there's nothing anyone would care about less than Oklahoma State and Texas Tech? <laughs> Certainly not. Play against versus Texas Tech, must have been a home game for Texas Tech. Uh, Marcus Smart comes down on a fast break on defense. Fouls a guy, goes flying. It was really a pretty athletic foul to stop a layup. Goes flying into the stands, no regard for his own safety. And what happens when he hits the stands, or the seats? Some fucking loser gets in his face, starts yelling at him like they're somehow equals. The guy, you bought a ticket to watch this guy play. Right. You don't get to talk to him. You don't get to disrespect him. And as... Any normal man, you know, I, I feel like people would be able to hold back, but you would really want to injure this person that was yelling in your face. Marcus Smart gives this fan a little shove and for it turned into a big thing. The guy's wife was like pointing at him. It was really annoying. I wanted to beat all of their she, asses the wife, for him. The wife seemed particularly awful. She's the worst. And I, I, it's only... Recently that I've become aware that this guy is a self-described Texas Tech super fan. <laughs> like, there's no such thing as that, right? And especially basketball. I mean, football they've had, with Mike Leach, they had some real right solid years. They did. But to be like a super booster of the basketball team that had like one shitty year with Bobby Knight 10 years right. ago. Big Darvin Ham fans. I don't even know. <laughs> That's right. I'm pretty sure Darvin Ham went to Texas Tech. Don't quote me on that. Uh, yeah, it was like, who is a huge fan of Texas Tech basketball? Like, how little is happening in Lubbock? Well, I think you, I think you just answered it. <laughs> but it's, it's not just limited to Lubbock because Ed, you, you have one of these in your neck of the woods. He's little. He directs movies. He's directed a couple good movies. He Mostly sits on the bad. floor. Mostly bad movies. That's true. He roots for the same team as you in Madison Square Garden. Spike Lee, he likes to jaw with the players. He likes to be seen out there. I just cannot understand the mentality of people that go pay to watch a sporting event and think that they are somehow part of the action. Do you agree or disagree? Yeah, there's a name for those people. Assholes. (laughs) There's a, a very specific name for them. Assholes. And this guy, lip readers and, and you know, super audio mics have said that maybe this guy said go back to Africa. But, uh, but even if it was you suck, 
or I hate you. Right. If yeah. they're walking down the street and you went up to a 6'4", 220 guy named Marcus yeah. Yeah. and you're yes. a fucking whatever he is, 54-year-old car dealer from Lubbock, Texas. Yes. Like you go up to a guy and say you suck. Like and the guy gave him a yeah. shove. Uh, completely warranted. And really you should have been able to just knock him out. And then they're like, all right, get back in the uh, – get back to the, the foul line. Yeah, yeah, he and you suck. The guy made a great play. I mean, he didn't. He made he made a huge effort, a big effort play that either fans of either team should respect. Yeah, and Marcus Smart said something that I remember seeing. He said something like, "Be careful what you say, or watch what you say, man." And and like after he shoved him, like he he didn't go crazy on the guy. He shoved him, which yeah, a shove yeah. is certainly warranted. Like. Oh, it's just, just a reminder, hey, look, asshole, like you're still getting in my grill and I'm just I'm a nineteen year old college kid. And yeah, you could you could you could argue that these guys aren't the, the typical college students and they might be sandbagging classes and all. Sure. But they're they're nineteen and they're not receiving millions of dollars. They're getting a nice yeah. they have, they have a nice existence, but like they're not NBA players that should like deal with a little more shit. Like they're fucking college kids and you're paying to watch them play, like he should have been able to just knock him the fuck out and walk back on the court and nobody does anything. Totally agree. And also, go back to Africa. Somebody might want to educate this guy that all life started in Africa. <laughs> That's we right. should all go back to Africa. That's right. Grab him. Grab his arm and say, all right, you're coming with me. Right. The the first human is Lucy found in the eastern Rift Valley of Africa. <laughs> Pangea, my man. I mean, let's and, let's be honest here. We're all Africans. And let's be honest. Would you rather go back to Africa or go to Lubbock? Yeah, that's how you can't close it better. Yeah. Also, I feel like Marcus Smart's three-game suspension is very telling. Not Mostly a slap on the wrist. I don't think anybody was too mad at him for what he did. Yeah, you don't want your players letting their hands go on the fans. But at the same time, the, the administration – Easy for me to say. The administration in Lubbock needs to pull this guy's tickets. I don't care if he's a donor, booster, super fan, whatever. He's a fucking asshole. He embarrassed you. He embarrassed everyone sitting around him. He embarrassed everyone that's a fan of that team that bought a ticket that night. He needs to go. There needs to be public outcry from the institution and the, and the fans of the school that this this kind of shit doesn't represent you. He, need, that's he needs the, that's to be the most shamed. important thing. He needs to be shamed. Absolutely. Absolutely. He he was way, he was feeling real good about himself. His stupid fucking wife was feeling real good about herself and they both can fuck right off. And that's it. Uh okay, Marcus Smart. I like him. I'm going to follow him. I'm suddenly interested in college basketball again. He's uh, I'm going to keep an eye on what's going on with that him as soon as he starts playing again. Uh somebody that we haven't been keeping an eye on. <laughs> Segway. This guy used to show up in between Scooby Doo episodes. He was always around. He he's part of your childhood. I didn't. I thought he might have just been a regional guy or animatronic animal. I or knew whatever. him. I, I knew him in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. He's he was a, sometimes he was a cartoon. Sometimes he was a furry thing. Whatever he was, he was telling you to take a bite out of crime. Of course, we're talking about the crime dog. McGruff. Can I just? McGruff, can I just? Yes. Uh, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But uh, let, let me just remind everyone. Yeah. Oh, and one more thing. 
Lock your door and take a bite out of crime. That 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 most definitely worked. Worked. Also, it sounded like he was hitting the Beastie Boys bong at the end, <laughs> which kind of makes sense. I'll I'll read from the story because McGruff, childhood hero to many of us, McGruff, just got in a little bit of trouble in, of all places, Galveston, Texas, on the coast. I'll read from the story. A man who used to play McGruff the crime dog didn't, quote, take a bite out of crime. Crime took a bite out of him. Oh. Is this story wrote itself by Jay Leno? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Borscht Belt comedy right in the lead there. John R. Morales was arrested in 2011 in Galveston, Texas after a drug sniffing dog. This is just now making the news. This is three years ago. <laughs> oh, Galveston. After- Galveston isn't close. <laughs> That's true. It's just now made, just made its way up here by Pony Express. <laughs> after a drug sniffing dog irony detected pot when he was pulled over for speeding police then found diagrams of two indoor pot growing operations and a plethora of marijuana seeds do you really want to do you really carry your plans around with you like aren't those supposed to be like on flash paper or something it's supposed to burn up real quick he's he's got the keys to the castle right there in the car when police raided his house they seized a thousand marijuana plants sounds like a lot and even more telling, 9,000 rounds of ammunition for an assortment of 27 <laughs> weapons, including a grenade launcher. Because McGruff must have lots of enemies. Ah, good story. Uh, after three years, Morales pleaded guilty and was sentenced to 16 years in jail on Monday. God knows I don't want anybody to go to prison for weed, but this guy sounds like he might have been a little bit dangerous. Ed. Who needs grenades? Also, who needs to be launching grenades at people? I, I've never been to Galveston, but when did it become Mogadishu? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, maybe he was trying to transition from McGruff to the role of John Matrix in Commando 2. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, com- uh, not to get off topic, Commando 2. Like, is it only recently that we've determined that, that the bad guy wasn't actually played by Freddie Mercury? <laughs> How, like how the director's like, okay, I don't – look, here – the script, this writes itself. We got Arnold. He's the biggest fucking star in the world. Young Alyssa Milano. But if we don't get a fucking Freddie Mercury lookalike to play the bad guy in this movie, it's just not going to come together. <laughs> Did he, do you think they made a call to Freddie Mercury and he's like, well, he's a little, I've got to touch – He's feeling I've under got, the weather? I've got, t- got a touch of the flu. Okay, also, Ed, this is something I've been wondering. Maybe we should have suspected McGruff a little bit earlier than this. Like, how have we let him be out there so long? First of all, he was always wearing that trench coat. Right. The one thing you learn as a kid is man in trench coat. Yes. (laughs) Avoid. 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 Red alert. Stranger danger. Call McGruff. And... Also, he was so hungry all the time that he literally couldn't wait for the commercial to end before he could have a taste of the sign. Yeah, he's, he's biting the sign. Yeah, he's, he, the guy had the munchies. I mean, he was so stoned <laughs> all the time. He couldn't wait. The commercial's only 30 seconds. Just hold on a second. And as soon as 
the director yells, cut, go ahead and get some Doritos, bud. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, it also raises the point with, with, uh, with McGruff going commando two and Elmo's puppeteer dipping into R. Kelly pre-18 right. territory. And, yes. and the voice of Charlie Brown going full-on scorned lover stalker. It's, yes. it's been a bad few years for fond childhood memories. Yeah, it's this is something we should take a closer look at. And I'll you know, I'm just like the, we've we've discussed in previous podcasts, yeah. guys with mustaches that aren't cops. Yes. Uh, guys who listen or to Sam Elliott. Right. Or Sam Elliott. Or guys who listen to techno in their cars. Yes. I think it behooves law enforcement to just keep tabs on these uh you know, the guys in the kids zone. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Now there's just anybody... something with the kids zone. I don't know. They're, you just gotta just watch them a little bit. Well, yeah. Anybody that anybody that puts themselves in the proximity of children, little league coaches, mm. like intentionally. Sometimes you intentionally you, you can't you can't avoid it if you're a parent. Sometimes you get in the kids' zone a little bit, but yes, when you're just you're seeking that workout. Yeah. Maybe just put them yeah. on a list or a little, little, have a little watchdog follow them around. Absolutely, I agree. And it makes you wonder, Smokey the Bear, Ed. Mm. I mean, his name is Smokey. <laughs> he he lives off the grid. He lives off in the, the grid, forest, Kaczynski style. Yeah, and what's he want you to do? Not start a fire. <laughs> Why? Doesn't want anybody burning down his crops. <laughs> Look out! Look, somebody get that watch list going and get Smokey the Bear on it because he he's next. That's my prediction. I'm gonna, he's gonna get I'm up gonna to some criminal behavior. I have zero proof, but uh, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my money on one of the Yo Gabba Gabba puppet people. Wow! Not you're not talking about DJ Lance. Now DJ Lance like, seems like he's pretty cool. He seems pretty pretty dope. But right, the people and those big you know they're they, yeah. they're probably furries. Roby, the robot. Yeah, Roby. He dances real weird. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really, really Muno. good point. There's some weird ones. Muno. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's keep an eye on them, definitely. Or Barney. Is Barney still a thing? <laughs> I hope not. He's got a very high voice. <laughs> so did Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Something to watch out for. Yeah, McGruff. Well, luckily, this McGruff is behind bars, as, as should any, any McGruff, anybody... Wearing a trench coat, any of those things. Okay, Ed. So far, great show. Did you watch a Bachelor this week? <sighs> wow, wow. <laughs> um, you watched some of the Bachelor. I, I, I'll, I'll say this: I, I watched some, and it turned into a fight in my house. <laughs> wow. What? Because. <laughs> Because the wife wanted you to watch. Oh, you you started commenting on what was occurring on the show to the wife. No, she watched. I I completely forgot it was on, and she called me in the room because she wanted me to watch this touching scene. And yes. the girl, the girl that looked like D from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, was yes. was yeah. talking about her dad getting all booze clowned up and she was, yeah. she was uh, cradling her sister or something like that. And I just walked out of the room cause I just, it had gone on long enough. And then I got yelled at for being heartless and turned into a that's, thing. that's cat. The Phoenix sun's dancer. Oh wait, is she the one with Stucky? No, 
that's there's two oh. there's two NBA halftime dancers on the show. Okay. Cat and Cassandra. Oh, that's we've already we've already said too much. Yeah, get 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 the uh, get the pro in there. We need we need an expert. We need cuz guys like you and I we don't we don't know how to sort these things out. Right. Your your wife, she knows about this stuff. She's a woman. She she's who this programming is designed for as is our next guest really our regular correspondent regular guest official bachelor correspondent joining us now please welcome fancy sauce how you doing fancy sauce Good. how are you guys doing hey how are you fancy um so what, what so my bad kate tell us Big week on The Bachelor. Uh, Ed was just talking about who he had a a bit of a row in his home over the tearful cat Juan Pobbs emotional (laughs) moment. He was not emotional enough about it. Mrs. Daly did not appreciate that. He's heartless. He's, he's, He's just dumb. I think yeah. above, Juan Pops. above everything else. Right. So tell us what happened this week on The Bachelor. Okay, this week Juan Pobbs takes his sister wives to New Zealand or Inzid, as Inzid, we like to yep. say in mm-hmm. Australia. South Island. Um, yeah, where all the sheep come from. Right. Um, f- so first up, Renee and Cassandra have a bit of a cry together over being single moms, missing their kids. Um you know, both of these girls, I'm not mad at them. They seem like decent people in contrast to some of the others. They're just really simps, you know? They're a bit simple. I didn't I was start right. I was starting to feel Cassandra. Like I wasn't feeling her until this episode, but she's got a long body. She's kinda like Stacey Ogman Ed. She's she's the dancer? She's the dancer. She's got she's, 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 she's she she reminds you of Plastic Man? Yeah, she's yeah, she's, she's tall. Ducky's Baby mama. Right. She had she had a kid. You know, she's around the league. She had a kid with Rodney Stuckey. I started to feel her this week, and then... As predicted, <clears throat> she went home before the rose ceremony. He really wasn't feeling her. I think she's a bit too sweet and timid. I mean, she's no match for Claire's blatant sexuality and baby talk. Who is? Um, but right before he eliminated he, her, he called her one of my special ones. Yeah, he, she was so special to him, Ed, that he pulled her aside and fired her outside of a rose ceremony. And I think we should wow. point out as well yeah. that she got dumped on her birthday. Yeah, it was, oh. yeah. <laughs> they went. Ed, I have, I, did you not watch last night? No. I, let's say I missed, I missed parts of it. Okay, I, so I caught about thirty seconds. So yeah, he let her go a couple of days before the rose ceremony because he knew that he was going to fire her, and he did that hero thing where he's like, "I just want you to be able to be with your kids, so I let you go now. I'm such a good guy." Yeah, he basically told her he was going to cut her when the rose ceremony came around, but as a mm-hmm. favor, he would fire her early and then send her away before she could say goodbye to any of the other bitches. Right now, wasn't but, she? Wasn't she attractive? She's 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 attractive. Yeah, yes, she yeah. Is. But she is. If, how many how many does he get the overnight with? Three. Three. He gets to bang three girls yep. three nights yep. in a row, and declare and she, his love to all of them. But I, she's not. I think I'd like I'd like to know your opinion. Who are the three he should be keeping around for that purpose? least um i think it's pr- it's becoming more clear that it's probably going to be andy claire and nikki to me i think charlene 
Charlene's getting more and more sketched out I've, as we go. Also, I feel like Charlene doesn't really know her way around the bedroom. <laughs> you that's, know, like that's I, that's that's the uh, panda. Yes. Right. Yeah, the, the panda, panda amongst the, the room. Bears. Yeah, she's an opera singer. Like, I don't feel like she's she may sing opera. I don't feel like she really yodels. <laughs> uh, not definitely not one I would pick for the overnight. I want somebody with but a little bit of experience. She's not overtly sexual, but sometimes it's those quiet ones that's that you have true. to look out for. That's true. You know, that's, like the ones that's been that aren't my experience. that obvious. Yes. Yes, I agree. You anyway, could be right about that. Juan Pobbs would know the best, although he's real stupid. So, okay, so Cassandra, you know, she at least she took her dignity when she got fired. I mean, yeah. she maybe might have been a lot of things, Mensa member included, but she wasn't annoying, you know? She just didn't have any personality. Agreed. I, I really wish they would have featured her more in bathing suits because I might have I liked her a little more. I only just started to notice her on this episode. Um, okay, so then uh, next up for the one-on-one date was Andy, who I think is the most attractive. I'm feeling her vibe. I like her outfits, her hair, her makeup. Um, so she got the first one-on-one, which is a relief, because last week all she could talk about every time a camera was in her face was whining about not ever getting a one-on-one date. This is true. Um, yeah, she had the smell, smell, just smell the fart face the entire episode. Yeah, yeah, she looks, <laughs> she's kind of got a grumpy face. She's, she's a grumpy She's cat. hot, though. She's hot. She is. She's attractive. I, I think so, too. So they went <clears> on a cave date where they had to squeeze through a crack and some huge rocks to get to this waterfall. And, it, I mean, the whole thing looked really claustrophobic, not to mention freezing. She, she was like, I don't know. I didn't know if we could get through here. And I was like, yeah, there's a cameraman walking backwards right in front of you. I'm pretty sure you can go wherever he goes. <laughs> Brian was mad that she had on a one piece. Also, yeah, who rocks a one but piece? All I could think of was why the hell aren't they wearing wetsuits? Because it must have been freezing. It looked cold to me. Um, yeah, good thing I'm not on that show. I would have been like, nope, not doing that. Yeah, Where's the yeah. heat lamp? So, I don't know. It didn't look fun or but sexy. But you, you, fancy, let's what? be honest. You, what? if you were on that show and you were in a tropical location... You'd be rocking a bikini. I would, but that was yeah. not a, what I call a tropical location. No, definitely not. Yeah. But I would have a bikini. No one piece. Like you're trying to win. Right. You you would have. Okay, she, she was being a bit full, demure. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Um, that date did not look fun or sexy, in my opinion. It was just a show for the cameras. Agreed. And some of these dates are so ridiculous. Ridic. It ended up with some a pretty unsexy makeout scene that looked super choreographed under the waterfall with her legs wrapped suggestively around oh, his Oh, yeah. He, li- he likes to get those legs wrapped right, around him. Right, much like Claire's had been in that ill-fated yeah, night swim Yeah, that's a week. move. Yep. Um, but, you know, because it's choreographed by the producers, it's allowed. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Um, and Andy had a couple of comments, which are very typical of this show. She said, it feels good being taken care of, yeah. which I'm sure like these girls always say it's so cringeful to me. And then she said, if I just hold on and go with the flow, something really amazing could happen. Meanwhile, she's a lawyer. Like she doesn't need anybody to take care of her. Um, anyway, then there was the group day, Nikki and Juan Pobbs make out in that big ball thing. I think it's called Zorbing. I don't know. They, they like rolled down a hill in a big, one of those big inflatable balls, Ed. It, look, uh, it actually looked, it, lo- yeah, it kind of no. looked fun, right? but I was trying to figure out if it would make me sick like most rides and I think it would. Yeah. 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 I'd, looked- I'd get sick when I was, a, when I was a little kid, I loved like spinning around and all that yeah, shit, but yeah. I don't know. I, I think my 20. 20- 
21st birthday, I just flip the switch. I can't deal with that shit. I, no, I sort of feel the same way. Roller coasters, exactly. Yep. So it was pretty obvious that this group date was basically just a chance for Juan Pobs to check out all these girls in their bikinis. See boobs and, bouncing up and down? Right. Totally. It was a chance for Juan Pobs and Brian <laughs> to check out all these chicks in their bikinis. Right. There was a lot of pausing going on. A lot of pause. You know, none of them have really any ass to speak of, which is a which is a huge bummer for me. Mm. Although I, I'm kind of into Nikki. Even Andy, she seemed like she might have something. I think well, she, tough I, to tell. Tough I to think tell. she does. Yeah. I, I think she's got a pretty fit body. She, she's pretty fit. Not, Brian's not feeling her because she doesn't have much up top. Yeah, she's not not uh, not doing a lot of push ups. Ed, not not a lot of upper body strength. So um, Renee, the mom, the other single mom, yeah. the only single mom left now. She the, got, the uh, woman he high fived last week. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, he's not into her. He, um, but they had this uh, another makeout session. Um, during the group date cocktail party, and afterwards she she, she tells the cameras that she feels like sh- where she would be in a s- six to eight months into an, a relationship with him at this point, which is a little bit concerning. Right, because she normally dates guys that are dating eight other chicks at right. the same time. This might be why she's single. Yeah. Um, and Charlene has some time on the group date with Juan Pablo, um, and she continues to school him. I mean, the yeah. game she's running isn't very sophisticated. Or anything, but she she's keeping him guessing. She's like, pl- she's playing hard to get. She acts like she might be into it while simultaneously being sort of over it. Like he can't figure out her vibe at all, so he's constantly trying to talk her into it. Hash- and, hashtag simultaneously. Right. <laughs> so she she's like she's talking now about how inorganic the whole process is. I mean, no yeah, shit. she's like real surprised. She's it's like, game show this is so inorganic. Slash, it's a game slow show slash dating service, thinly disguised as like a chance to find right my no- real my- and lasting love that culminates in a proposal after three dates and meeting the family one time. Exactly, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. So anyway, um, let's see. At the end of the episode, we see her really struggling with whether she should stay or not, and, and then at the end, she says she decides she's going to give it one more week. Teaser: Charlene might quit next week to the to the rejoicement. <laughs> is that a word? Of fans worldwide. Um, then let's see. There was a rehashing of that old argument with Claire um, about her one-on-one date. She's playing it wrong. Oh, no, about the when she the about the night swim. Sorry. She's she's getting to be a pain in the ass. She was a front runner for a while, and now it's all tears. He was really into her. Now she went on that right. night swim. They and may the, or may not have banged. The although slut shaming th- continues. Yeah, by he's Pop, now which he's slut shaming her on yep. so many levels. Agreed. Just furthers his "I'm really dumb" thing. Yep. So, are you leaning now more towards something happened, or you're leaning the other way? Now I'm leaning the other way. I mean, unless they really edited some stuff out, which I guess is possible. All they showed was them making out with her legs wrapped around him. And to be honest... It was dark, too. Previously, yeah. earlier that night, when she was in his villa pool, like, that was more graphic to me. Agreed. So I don't get what the big deal is. Agreed. But anyway, they make out again, so I guess it's MBD. Um, Let's see. Side notes. A lot of cat food commercials being played during this show. Oh, yeah. They really know cat their audience. Cat food, tampons. Juan <laughs> um, Pobbs made a lot of Scooby-Doo noises this week also. <laughs> um, Renee's still doing that clumpy mascara look. She doesn't know how to do her mascara. No She's 32. Cat's been journaling. And she talks about her daddy issues. Yeah, she calls. She's not. She hasn't been writing in her journal. She's been journaling. Um, Is that a verb? Apparently. Yeah, she talks about how she's journaling. 
Um, there were a lot of cats wandering around that Hobbit location, which freaked me out. Yeah, they were. They went to New Zealand, and they were like on the set of where they made the Hobbit. They were like in the Hobbit the, houses, Lord right. of the Rings. Yeah, right, right. So the, at the end, the rose ceremony was down to Cat and Chelsea. They were the two girls that didn't have a rose, so they weren't safe. Um, and I think Cat really had too much of a masculine vibe for him. He wants he likes that damsel in distress. She thing. has a she has he a likes s- to feel like a man. She has a square jaw and big yeah. square fake hands. So in the end, it was square t- hands. <laughs> Chelsea, will you set this rose? <laughs> so cross-eyed Chelsea got to stay. So relieved not to have Cat anymore because she was the worst. Yeah, clear. Well, Chelsea goes next week for sure. Yeah. How many are left? Um, so now there's five left. There there's four, six. Right? There's six. Oh, six. Mm-hmm. Right? There was eight. Two left. Oh, there was eight. Right. There's, You're right. There's, there's six. six. There's six left. Yeah. Look Look for... He's he, taking six of the sister wives to Miami next week. Yeah. He's taking them to Miami. Things are going to get crazy. Look for... Unless Charlene bounces, which I don't think she will. Look he for him to get rid of a, Chelsea. He takes her on a big, like, super yacht. Chelsea or Kelsey. Chelsea. I love how they he takes them on a yacht and they're like, "Oh my god, this yacht's so amazing!" It's not his, right? Oh yeah, when when, when the sh- when the show stops filming, he's gonna right. be, he's gonna be riding a pedicab. Yeah, they got, in the back. they got to go back to his one bedroom flat right. and outside right. of Miami where Ed's going this weekend. So, suddenly that I I I isn't gonna seem so cute. Yeah, not as You're cute like, when hey, the cameras are buddy, around. Shut the fuck up. Right. Right. <laughs> When he, when he asks you to go halves on dinner in a couple weeks, that's going right. to be an issue. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again since it's taking place in Miami, and I'll be down there. I'll watch I'll watch this week, and I'll I'll, okay, uh, I'll, I'll give you I like some it when inf- you watch. info. I'll give okay. you some info on the uh, on the locations. Okay, cool. outstanding. Well, fancy sauce again, unbelievable. Thank you for the recap. I feel like people you're don't welcome. even people don't even need to watch because your recaps are so thorough. Everyone gets what they need from. Fancy's Bachelor Report. Ed, you and I, you, me, both of us, we were incredible as usual. How, how do you feel about the way the show went today? Super proud of us. Yeah, it went it went well, I agree. We talked Winter Olympics. We talked Fan Assault. We talked McGruff. We talked The Bachelor. We talked all of it. Let's uh, let's rally up. Let's, hey, Ed, let's, you want to do this again next week? I think we should. I think, okay. I think the people want us to, and I think we owe it to our people. Absolutely. I say we check back in next week. Until then, I'm Brian Beckner for Ed Daly and for Fancy Sauce. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you later. Peace and chicken grease.